were wondering what this Monday morning would mm-hmm. look like. What would the weekend look like in Alberta with the wildfires that had kicked into high gear? It has now been just over a week since we first started hearing some of those emergency alerts go off. There are way too many hot spots, uh, way too many people out of their homes. Nearly 30,000 people evacuated everywhere from Drayton Valley uh, to, to, to High Prairie to Fox Creek. A community of high level has been right in the middle of all of this mm-hmm. with trying to help people in their neighboring communities. Mm-hmm. This, in fact, is the 12th time since 2003 that high level has been used as an evacuation hub. And there's lots of layers to this because this, the, the town has been pushing for quite some time to get some funding as well for a designated evacuation center. Lots to talk about with the mayor of high level, Crystal McAteer. Mayor, welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, and thank you for having me. How were things? Give us a kind of a rundown on on what things are like in high level this morning. Well, uh, things are going pretty well because we have a well-versed team in looking after evacuees. And uh, short of running out of uh, volunteers, you know, we're a small community, and uh, it takes a lot of volunteers to make sure that... uh, everybody's looked after as comfortably as we can. I think you can take in, the town can take in, what, about 1,600 people. How many How many do you have right now? Well, we have, uh, we can take about, uh, there are probably 1,600 there. We're almost at capacity. We have uh, 990 rooms there. And uh, so we are, are hosting um, uh, Little Red, then mm-hmm. uh, Rainbow Lake was evacuated to our community, which brought another five to six hundred. And then um, uh, uh, Mackenzie County, parts of it in the Rocky Lane and the Beaver First Nation were evacuated. So we're kind of bulging at the scenes, but we do what we can do for our neighbors. And, and hopefully, you know, they are in the arena, they're in the curling rink, they're in the rural hall, they're in the Friendship Centre. So we do what we can. Yeah, absolutely. And yet you've done it so well for so many times, so many years when called upon. Just for clarification for anyone who's listening in this area, high level is not under threat for fires itself at the moment, is it? No. No. Yeah. No, high level is not under threat because we had the big chuck egg and that mm-hmm. went right to to our borders and on all three sides. Yeah. So we're pretty safe for a few years. Mayor, give us an idea. When you talk about uh, the evacuees um, that, that you're, um, you're, you've welcomed into your community right now, you talk about Little Red and Rainbow Lake and uh, um, some of the other First Nations there, you know, the, the, the appropriate or the, the importance of having, you know, culturally uh, appropriate services for them, making sure that, um, that uh, uh, you know, uh, language, their language is spoken. You guys have that all covered. You've worked very closely with the, with the First Nations around you to make sure that happens yes um a little red fox lake in particular the council there has been fantastic and they've sent resources in to help with uh the language barrier because uh they a lot of them speak cree Mm -hmm. many of the elders do not speak any english so it's very important that um that they have somebody that that's able to speak the language the same with the Denny. A lot of the elders do not speak English, 
And we've actually uh, signed a friendship agreement with the Dene to work on things that are mutually beneficial to both of us. So one of them was to get a evacuation center. Mm-hmm. And on that note, I'd say most communities in Alberta might lobby the provincial government for a recreation center, might <laughs> lobby for a multi-use recreation center, etc. The fact that you even have to lobby for a multi-use evacuation center tells me what kind of eye of the hurricane you've been in now for a little while and still you haven't got it and you've been asking for a little while. At what point uh, do, do you do you switch gears from 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 focusing on the job at hand to just the frustration and the anger that must be setting in over this? Well, it is very frustration frustrating especially this year because as you probably know little red has lost their entire community mm-hmm. and uh, they're going to be with us for a while. And, uh, you know, it's not, a com- it's not comforting to be in hotel rooms when you're going through this type of trauma. People want to be together. And if we had the multi-purpose evacuation center, they would be able to have um, cultural activities, drumming, smudgings, things all together where they can heal and, and go forward. And we would even be able to provide online learning for their children and so it's very difficult when they're spread throughout the community in hotels and things like that and communities have to come together and and heal together not Mm -hmm. individually. Crystal McAteer is the mayor of uh, High Level joining us this morning. Mayor, um, last time we spoke was almost a year ago a year ago next week, as a matter of fact, and we were talking specifically about this evacuation centre and and the push for it. And I know that you were looking, I think, for about $35 million for the project. Have you heard anything from uh, from the government? Have you had any communication? Have you had even the, the flicker of you know, your hopes getting up that something might happen on this front? Well, I, um, I actually, we have talked to numerous ministers and they've all been very supportive but of course they don't have money in their portfolios we've asked about stacking money from their portfolios and going to education and saying because the Fort Vermillion School Division is also partnering with us and getting money from them and the last flicker of hope was when I spoke with Minister Chaves I don't know at a, at a conference at Growing the North in February, he said, all I can say is continue lobbying. Hmm. So at that point, I knew we weren't going to be in the budget. Frustrating. Uh, well, you know, once again, and I know it hasn't helped in the previous years, but once again, the focus is on you and on that ask and on the continued amazing work you do to support your neighbors, your friends, mm-hmm. your community members. Uh, well done to all of you. I know it's just it's just what you do, but you do it very well. So congratulations on that. And I, I sure hope everyone's able to find a home to go to again soon. Me too, because my heart is just breaking for Fox Lake and to be displaced like that in a in a G7 country is just, it's just not right. Mayor McAteer, thank you so much for joining us uh, this morning. Look forward to uh, talking with you again sometime soon and hopefully under better circumstances. Thank you for this. Thank you very much, and, and hopefully it will be better circumstances for our neighbours. Yeah, absolutely. Take care now.
Let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back. We'll wrap up a little bit more. Uh, it's, it's an unusual uh, situation where in the midst of an election mm-hmm. campaign, you have basically the two leaders who've been just head to head, button heads, <laughs> uh, trying to work together uh, in the face of this uh, emergency situation. So we'll touch on that when we come back here on This Morning with Jalen and Daryl. Um, so big thank you to the mayor of uh, High Level for, for joining us, uh, talking about the situation up there. Again, High Level uh, not threatened by any of the fires. Of course, they were over, you know, from the Chuck Egg fire, what was yeah. it, two years ago? 19? Was yeah, it, it was 19. Yeah. And like, as she said, it was burned all the way up around three sides. Yeah, so, so now we're safe for a few <laughs> for years. For a while, Great. right? Yeah. So, but what they are is this center, this place for those folks in the north that need to be evacuated to go to. And we've been watching and uh, and and wondering how things are going to continue to unfold especially the fact that we're in an election campaign yeah absolutely there have been a number of candidates uh, especially in the affected counties yeah. Yeah, primarily yeah. Uh, that have suspended their 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 election campaigns mm-hmm. that doesn't mean they're not going to still be on the ballot and there will, the the campaigns will resume here in in yes. a little bit we'll see where everything is but even even a suspension of hostilities political hostilities mm-hmm. for a little while between the leaders of the two major parties uh, the two people, one of whom will be premier after the uh, the election is done. That's Daniel Smith and Rachel Notley. They actually came together at the Expo Center in Edmonton, both to compare notes, to share experiences, because mm-hmm. both of them have some experience in the background. Daniel Smith was opposition leader during yep. the, the floods and the, the Slave Lake fire. Rachel Notley obviously was premier during the Fort McMurray fire. So there is some, some shared experience and put their heads together to figure things out. And Daniel Smith said... Uh, after that meeting that what's most important is to make sure that Albertans get the help they need. I was official opposition leader during the High River floods. She, of course, was premier during the Fort McMurray fire. So we had a really good conversation sharing experience. And I've told her that if she needs any additional information to let us know. And, uh, you know, another point that was made by Rachel Notley is there are some 30,000 people evacuated right now. There were a lot more people evacuated from Fort McMurray in 2016. So they're maybe a little better prepared overall for the numbers of people. One thing that comes from a disaster is that you learn how to address it just a little bit more effectively in the future. And so certainly the city of Edmonton, in terms of the work that they're doing, I think uh, stepped up very quickly. And, you know, I think as as uh, Ms. Notley just said, yeah, we saw that um, the Emergency Operations Centre uh, stood up very, very quickly. The Evacuation Centre mm-hmm. stood up very, very quickly. I mean, yeah, I mean, there are lessons, there, some great lessons are learned from disaster, right? Absolutely. About what needs to be done, yeah. what what shouldn't be done, what, you know, do you need the donation? No, you don't need that. Make it to the Red Cross. Like, all of these things and what needs to be focused on immediately and in the weeks to come. Uh, and obviously, there's 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 applause for the efforts of the firefighters who are mm-hmm. on the front lines, and both the party leaders were talking about that. The fortunate thing so far is that the fires have not crossed over into the large centers, because when that occurs, we've seen what happens with Slave Lake as well as with Fort McMurray. It's also tough for evacuees who are, you know, they're stuck in the center. You have a cot, yeah, you're being fed, you've got shelter, but mostly you want some answers. Folks who've had to evacuate, no matter where they are across the province, to register, that will allow officials to um, get a sense of the needs of folks and to be able to act on that. So you don't get as many answers as you might want in as timely a fashion as you want, but at least... If you're registered, then people know where you're at and you can get get some help. There's been some text coming in questioning about um, 
why Danielle Smith at times is still being called premier. We know that oftentimes during, <clears throat> excuse me, an election campaign, that the premier title gets dropped and you just go back to being, you know, the candidate, you know, the, the UC. Leader of the UCP. Le- leader yeah. of the UCP. And, uh, and leader of the lead. NDP, not yeah, official right. opposition leader, but that's just right. leader of the NDP. But in matters of emergency, in matters of emergency, when you need to have that leader, she still will be referred to as premier. Well, and in all manners of government, she still is. So if premier. you know, if there was, a, if she's going to end up talking with Prime Minister Trudeau later today, she will still be act. She is still premier. Whoever is premier remains premier even after the vote until the transfer yeah. of power. So yeah. you know, there there's the premier in waiting, and then there's the premier until the actual swearing-in ceremony is done. So, uh, yeah, during a campaign, we're referring to them as their political leadership titles, but when it's in this kind of a situation, then it is it, it is the government of Alberta. Yeah. You don't yeah. suddenly not have a government uh, just because you're in an election campaign. And do want to remind you that uh, Premier Smith scheduled to have a phone call with the Prime Minister on the topic of the wildfires today. I think that's around 1230. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, Emergency Management Cabinet Committee is meeting this morning. And the next update from, um, from the government and from uh, emergency management and wildfire is going to be at 3.30 this afternoon. And we'll keep you up to date on what is going on with the fires. We'll check in on some of the uh, the other areas, uh, some of the other fights. We, we talked to the mayor of high level. Obviously, Drayton Valley remains evacuated. Edson. Mm-hmm. Edson's it's an enormous community, and there is still a firefight going on around communities. Some homes have been lost uh, either on the periphery or not on the periphery of the communities themselves, but so much in the, in the rural areas just outside. So, But it's, it's, it's very, very close. Now Fox Creek as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like you can you can easily forget one of them because there's so many communities that are under threat of wildfire right now. If you want uh, the latest information, again, we will continue to give it to you. But the Alberta Wildfire uh, webpage is a very good one. Just go to alberta.ca/wildfire or Google. Alberta wildfires and go down and there's a government link right there and you can click on and see where everything is. And again, if you're doing any traveling, keep in mind, there's a lot of road closures. So Alberta 511 is your best bet on that one.